BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Bowl reminded me of you. I'm Keith Murphy. No, I did not see the fumble. I don't watch the Pro Bowl. What are you talking about? Let me present you guys this trophy here. There you go. Get it down below. You got it. We'll put it right on the right on the uh, hood. We'll just no, just kidding. Oh no, Keith! What did you do? You had one shot. From WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy. It is Super Bowl Sunday. We appreciate you capping the night with us here on Sound Off. What are you looking at? What the hell are you wearing? Celebrating the, the Super Bowl champions. It's a nod of respect. You I have a Patriots jacket? Well, I would have worn, uh, you know, yellow and royal blue if the Rams had won, but this is my tribute to the six-time Super Bowl champions. You realize a lot of people just hate the Patriots. Don't hate, celebrate. You said that. You coined it. Super Bowl 53 goes to the Patriots and Tom Brady, 13-3. It's uh, not the game anyone expected. The Patriots absolutely shut down the Rams' explosive offense. Jared Goff stayed in a state of confusion. In the meantime, Tom Brady and the Patriots move the ball just enough to win. That's six titles for Brady, first player to win six, and six for head coach Bill Belichick. People are tired of the Pats, but there's no denying they are great. True that. Sound off at 515-282-9010. Local Hot Topics, Hawkeye fans storm the court after Iowa takes down number five, Michigan. It wasn't close. Hawks get their signature win by 15 points. And the Cyclones win their third straight, turning back Texas. Iowa State remains right in the hunt for a Big 12 championship. Get your calls in to sound off 515-282-9010. A happy family, successful business, or winning team has a standout that can't miss person who's praised, credited, and backslapped. Nothing wrong with that, but we all need that often overlooked blue collar worker, the rock, the glue. Here in the Channel 13 Sports Department, it's John Sears. I'm, oh. the, I'm the face, John's the heart. At the Murph and Andy Show, it's Andrew Downs. While Andy and I whiplash show topics behind the scenes, AD stays busier than a one-armed trombone player. At home, it's my wife, Jenny. She works full-time too, and like so many, works at least another 40 hours at home. On Iowa State's men's basketball team, the underrated glue is Nick Weiler-Babb. It only seems like Nick arrived 10 years ago. He's been a steadying presence. Weiler-Babb's played on Cyclone teams both good and bad. Nick never seeks attention. If anything, he's quiet, but a quiet leader, smart on the court, thoughtful off it. Weiler-Babb's showing the mental toughness it takes to be a difference maker, and he made the difference in Saturday's win over Texas. There won't be Jersey retirement talk or All-America awards, but Nick Weiler-Babb delivered, and more of us should notice. 
He's been great. He's been fun to watch. All right. All aboard the Hawkeye basketball roller coaster. This conference season feels like the tornado at Adventureland. Up the big hill, then fall back down. Work back up the hill, then back down. Well, Iowa finally got that signature win it's been looking for. The win over Michigan has many people back on the bandwagon, and it got me thinking. What are reasonable expectations for Hawkeye basketball? Keyword reasonable, which can be hard for many fans to grasp. Fans always want more. They always feel like there's another level. NCAA tournament, not good enough. Sweet 16, nah, been there. Fans want to win, but winning creates greed and then puts expectations out of whack. Just think back to Tom Davis, considered one of the greatest coaches in Iowa history, beloved by fans. But most people forget, 20 years ago, Hawkeye fans wanted Davis out. He wasn't good enough. Iowa fans had grown tired of winning just one game in the NCAA tournament, tired of only making it to two Sweet 16s in 13 years. Fans thought a younger coach would take Iowa to the next level. Steve Alford took Iowa to the next level, down. Todd Licklider then took Iowa six feet under. Fran McCaffrey is in his ninth season and performing better than Alford and Lick, but not quite on par with Davis. Hawkeye fans need a reality check on their basketball expectations. While Iowa has a solid basketball history, it's not a history filled with championships or Final Fours or even Sweet Sixteens. I was a junior in high school the last time Iowa won two games in the NCAA tournament. Now, should fans hope and cheer for titles and deep NCAA runs? Absolutely. That's what makes sports fun. But when you make that the expectation and history says otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for enormous disappointment and anger. Tom Davis set the bar for reasonable expectations. NCAA tournament, three out of every four years. Sweet 16, about every six years. Almost always in the top half of the Big Ten. That's what Iowa basketball should be. Anything more is a bonus. Fred McCaffrey really needs that Sweet 16. He does. He, he He's does. He's at that point. That, that would help mm -hmm. for sure. All right, let's get to some calls. It makes sense that Anthony wants to talk about the Super Bowl since it was played today. Many found it underwhelming, uh, unless you're a Patriots fan. Anthony, what did you think of Super Bowl 53? Anthony? Oh, there we go. What? Yeah, go ahead. That was on me. That was a missed punch. What did you think of the Super Bowl? Hey, how you guys doing this evening? Good. Great. What's going on? Well, I thought this year's Super Bowl is kind of one of the boringest days I have ever watched. And here's why. Uh, first, I thought the Rams, ever since they got that pick off of Tom Brady inside the 30-yard line, nothing doing. But here's another thing I would like to add on. The Patriots missed that 46-yard field goal. They still didn't do nothing. Yeah, the, pa the Patriots dominated the first half, but only had yeah. three points to show. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one. Another question is I like for you got ask for you guys. Which team do you think is going to top the Patriots next football season, next September, next year? Oh. I'll uh, hang up and listen to the – thanks for taking my call, guys. All right. Who's uh, going to top the Patriots next year? Man, is anybody going to bet against Brady and Belichick at this point? I mean – He's going to be 42, John. At some point, he has to lose. If he was going he to make – He has to lose. If he was going to make a great walk-off moment, this would be it. He just won the Super Bowl in a year that – that not everyone expected it, and they, they staggered at times this year, but they were still favored in this game. Yeah, and, and I, I, will, I will say I, I somewhat agree with the caller in, in the sense of the boring game, and the only reason, I like defense, but this game was almost played between the 30s. Yeah, I know. There was, they was, barely ever got into the red zone. Wasn't that, it fourth quarter before the red zone yeah, came Yeah, there was play? never any uh, oh. chance of either team ever scoring, and that kind of, 
I think turns people away from the TB a little bit. You got to you got to march down the field. Now, if there's interceptions and fumbles, that'll get people riled up. Sacks, but uh, when you're played between like 40-yard field, it, it does seem a little boring. To be clear, you said sacks. I didn't know how much you were trying to jazz the game up. Um, Scott sacks, is in Des Moines. Scott, were you bored by this Super Bowl? Many people wanted to see more defense, and we sure saw defense. Motherfuckers! Did you say go Pats? Well, it might have been. Let's just go with that. Let's think it was go Pats. It is time for lookalikes anyway, and they, ha they have to have, or we recommend they have, a local connection. You can send them to us, Tiny Ref Judges. Peter in West Des Moines writes, don't you dare tell me Iowa State football head coach Matt Campbell is not a dead ringer oh for Stanley Spadowski from oh Weird boy. Al Yankovic's 1989 cinema masterwork, UHF. Tiny Ref? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's right. digging into the vault right that there, is, man. You, I, I, would, I haven't thought of that movie in 30 I years. Know. <laughs> uh, Matthew and Johnston goes micro. He says, Luca Garza's eyebrows look like <laughs> Rock Lee's eyebrows. Let's see how Tiny Ref rules. <laughs> wow, the things you guys think of. While we were supposed to be looking forward to the Super Bowl this week, we instead had to deal with this. Big problem outside and an even bigger one inside. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. Which chain pizza do you knock out? Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, or Little Caesars? For me, it's Papa John's. I, I'm not a big Papa John's guy. I, I, people rag on Little Caesars, but you walk in, get give a, get a large pizza for five bucks. Yeah, you know what? It's a pretty good I, deal. If I walked in and they paid me five bucks for the Little Caesars, <laughs> I'd think it's a better deal. I'm going, uh, I, I, I would, I'd go Little Caesars. You're going Little Caesars? Yeah, oh. yeah. I'd like to put the pepper in the box with the, with the uh, Papa John's. Now, the, the Pizza Hut, I have to set aside some time after I eat the Pizza Hut, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to eat it. It's a little greasy. It's one of those where you got to eat it and then have maybe a couple hours for Netflix and just relax a little bit. Netflix in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix uh, on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A high of 52 degrees today. That feels uh, like a temperature swing of nearly 100 degrees in four days. It was so cold we needed more snow days, and that's what's bugging Andy. Yep. I'm going to be real honest. This What's Bugging Andy was partially plagiarized and maybe even stolen and from none other than the senior minister at my church. But to spare him any blowback that might be rightly owed to me, I'll say that it was only inspired by him and then embellished and exacerbated by yours truly. We are coming off our second week of hardcore, unfiltered, unprotected winter, man. Bad enough to stop the mail. You kidding me? Pipes burst, cars broke down, businesses suffered, and worst of all, the kids were off from school. Again, twice. The snow day is another one of those things in life which changes 180 degrees in perspective as you get older. What was once a free day for kids becomes a costly one for parents. Gotta scramble to make other plans, even take off work, and then entertain your kids at home 
when it's too cold to go outside. And it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't have a conscience. Think of it. They would love to spend that snow day on the screen. Fortnite and a pair of headphones, and that kid is safe, silent, and still for 10 hours straight. And not only are they happy, so are you. You could work, you could read, you could relax. Heck, if my kids are on an iPad, I can light off a brick of firecrackers in the house and they won't notice. And you could feed them anything you want, right? The five-pound bag of gummy bears, the rest of that Christmas chocolate, the frozen chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs, whatever. But then there's that conscience. You have to feed them right. You can't let them play video games for hours. You need to enrich their minds on a day when they're deprived of school. It's not the law. It's not a commandment. It's something much more difficult to disregard. It's your conscience. And man, does it cast an unpleasant light. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. This year's Super Bowl did not feature the Collinsworth slide, but Whoa. it did have one of the five best broadcasters. Who's in your five is next, along with more live calls at 515-282-9010. Follow us on Twitter, it's SoundOff13. John writes, hasn't our country been through enough? Now we have to watch the Patriots win another Super Bowl? <laughs> Notice he has a uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and the MVP. He got the MVP, though. The MVP. David writes, solid halftime show. Oddly enough, my wife perked up when the shirt came off. Adam's, not mine. Just to be clear, Adam's shirt. Yeah. Right, got it. Adam Who's in your five Super Bowl play-by-play -play announcers at number five? Jim Nance, smooth as silk, could be calling a golf match or football game. He gets the NCAA tournament, the Masters, and the Super Bowl. That's a pretty good gig. It's a good life. Number four, Joe Buck. Uh, there's a lot of hate for mm -hmm. this guy, but I've, I think he's good, and I think his voice sounds like big game alert. I think he does fine, yep. Uh, number three, Al Michaels, 73 years old, and he is as good as ever. He's one of my favorites. Number two, the late Dick Enberg, mm -hmm. great voice, delivery, and storytelling. Could always tell when he was calling a game, just the, his voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And at number one, Pat Summerall. Another voice. Yeah, economy of words, which was the perfect cadence yep. for the biggest football game of the year. It would just be like, Montana, Rice, touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> yeah, just, it him, was, him and Madden together, so, they, they were so great. great. All right, let's go to Dylan in uh, Van Wert. Dylan, welcome to Sound Off. Basketball is uh, on Dylan's mind. What did you think about Iowa's big win over number five Michigan? Uh, Dylan, we're hearing eight seconds ago in, in the year. Remember to turn your television down when you uh, when you call in. But go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to ask you what you guys thought about Ryan Creener and uh, what he brought to the floor, and uh, uh, and also the other bench players that came in and uh, brought a spark uh, to lead them to a victory against number five Michigan. Creener was great. He uh, he was the second best player on the floor for Iowa. Him and Garza dominated inside. I think they outscored Michigan inside like forty to twenty. Uh, if he plays like that in a backup role coming off the bench, they're going to be tough because they do have a good inside game. Uh, but the key for Iowa, uh, I've said it all year long, I think they're going to get stuff from Cook and Garza and Creener most games. Mm -hmm. It's the guard play. They need Bohannon, they need, need Wieskamp, and they need Moss. They need these guys to hit shots because I feel like the inside play and the rebound is, is 
good enough. When the guards get going, Iowa can be a dangerous team, and, we, and Wieskamp was great as well. And the other part of it is sometimes when the shots aren't falling, they give up on playing defense, mm -hmm. and you can't do that. It's, it, you have to keep the energy up. Uh, Becky is in Bondurant. Welcome to Sound Off, Becky. What's on your mind tonight? Well, first off, your suit jacket looks like uh, some cushions off an old couch that somebody made into a suit. So I hope the Patriots never win again. I agree. And my other, my other comment Becky, is let on me just the... jump in. This, this must be what uh, this must be how Tom Brady feels. You know, it's just I think I think you love the old couch, and it sounds like you're a little jealous that I'm now wearing it. And uh, this must be you know don't don't hate celebrate this jacket. Okay, well, I'm a Raiders fan, so I hate. My right, comment I'll wear a on this black and silver jacket. I'll wear a black and silver jacket. Okay, my comment is on the Cyclones. What do you guys do? You think Lindell Wigginton is getting any better? He still drives me crazy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got it. Uh, he, he, getting, he is getting better. Yes, still inconsistent. Yeah, he didn't take very many shots against Texas, and he, he didn't. But he was coming off a game where yeah, he looked he great. great. And he's got to get that consistency, and he's got to get where he, like we just said about Iowa, where he doesn't let missing shots affect the rest of his game. Mm -hmm. He's got to play defense even when the shots aren't falling. He has to continue to facilitate and get the ball to other players as he can do in very creative ways, just get past the shots not falling. That is always easier said than done because that's such a big mental part of basketball. Yeah, and I think everybody remembers Wigginton last year as this, this unstoppable freshman. There's talk of him going to the NBA, and, and we haven't seen that yet. We've seen spurts of it. We've seen a game here or there of that talent, like this shot here in the corner that he, the, the four-point play. They're going to need him, and I'll be honest, I don't know if he, I don't think he's ever going to get in the starting lineup, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if, if he can come off the bench and still give them a spark, I think that's okay. I think Steve Prohm likes what he has now, and he doesn't want to ruin that chemistry that he has. There's my guy Nick Weiler Babb with that tough shot he's that really I think uh, LeBron first started doing in games all the time. Over-under involves the Rams. Plus face-off and a memorable sound-off. You won't want to miss it when sound-off returns live. One had to go, knockout results, chain pizza. Little Caesars, you are gone. Pizza, pizza. No, no. All right, I'll take my $5 pizza and get out of here. All right, time for face-off. Super Bowl 53 style. Patriots beat the Rams in a low-scoring defensive battle, 13-3. Title number six for Tom Brady and the Pats. Surprisingly, of Brady's six Super Bowl wins, this was the largest margin of victory. That is surprising. It's not the game we expected. Many found it boring. But how about that season-long narrative of rules are so stacked against the defense, it's just not fair. Bill Belichick and the Patriots held the Rams to three points. Three. Sean McVay may prove himself a genius, but right now there was proof of one coaching genius, and he now has six Super Bowl titles. He's grumpy, but great. They are great. 74-year-old Gladys Knight got it started with the national anthem. I thought it was very well done. Mm -hmm. Classy with power. Agree. Didn't oversing like so many do. How did the legendary singer do in your mind? She did great. I always worry about Gladys Knight when she doesn't have the pips, but she delivered. And in just over two minutes, your prop bet paid if you took the over. The much maligned Maroon 5 performed at halftime. Guest appearances from Travis Scott and Big Boy. It was fine. Not great. Not terrible. I'm always fascinated how worked <laughs> up people get over a 15-minute performance. They do. 
Did they join the great acts or the bad ones? Well, Maroon 5 never had a chance. They weren't the NFL's first choice or even third, and they were overshadowed by a backup singer, Travis Scott and Big Boy. But Maroon 5 did as well as could be expected, which is to say Prince remains the king. For sure. Millions watch, not for the game, but the commercials. I like the NFL spot. Football game breaks out with some all-time greats. What did you think? Yeah, average year, funny and uplifting was the tone of the day. I enjoyed several commercials, but we'll replay NFL 100 the most. That was great. The NFL's commercial was far more memorable than its game. <laughs> That's true. Crazy. Over under, Rams edition, overrated, LA Rams. They may be the Super Bowl runners up, but most of the people who live in Los Angeles do not care. Underrated, St. Louis Rams. St. Louis did care about the Rams and got nothing for it but heartache and one Super Bowl title. Yeah, and one Super Bowl title. You can't leave that yeah. out of there. Kurt that Warner. Was, uh, Kurt Warner. Yeah, he did it. Leading the, uh, leading the Rams. They should stick with those uniforms that they wore tonight. Forever. For, yeah. yeah. For, I like the, the whites and the blues that they wear as well. The long, that they... Yeah, but the, but the, the blue with the when when they go with the navy. Oh boy! All right, guys, one minute drill. This is what the play is going to be: twins right X double cobra. Twins right X double cobra on one. One minute. Interestingly, the same call McVay kept making <laughs> and missing. Yes, Jared Goff couldn't hit anything. Doug's going to get the final word here. Doug, a quick thought from you. You'll take us out. Great Super Bowl. No Joe Buck. Fifty below wind chill was not as cold as Buck. All right, thank you. And just to be clear, he said Buck. Yes. Uh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. When the playback at North Polk High School falters during the national anthem, everyone knows what to do. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.